meet me at this level here. Uh, uh, hey, Phil. Yo. Yo, what, what up? up? It's, it's hot on, out. Man. It's hot it out hot today. As, it, it was hot as 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 um, a pair of balls. Hot as <laughs> Satan's balls. Yeah, it was mad hot today, man. I was. I don't. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. No, sir. I didn't like it. Nope, nope, nope. And uh, I saw you yesterday, right? It was yesterday, right? Yeah, it was yesterday. It yeah. was hot as hell yesterday, too. You, for some reason, were like, hey, let's meet up at uh, Jumbo Park and just sit in the grass in the blazing sun at 12 o'clock. Well, we were taking photos, so we, we thought the optimal place to be is to, you know, take photos in uh, sunlight because, yeah. you know, you don't need a flash or anything like that. You exactly. Need that natural get everything. Light. You know, that natural light, that natural light, which was about 10 degrees to 15 degrees hotter in, in, in the sun than it was in the shade. It was ridiculous, man. Yeah, it was, it was a lot to handle, a lot to handle. Yeah, man, I can't uh, wait to this, this heat, heat wave is over. Me too. Like today I stayed inside all day and like. I came back home today after not being home for the weekend. And like, did you ever come home <clears throat> in the summer, not having the AC on for like a couple of days to come home? To yeah. hot? The house is so hot and stale that yeah. you can smell how hot it is. And it takes like forever, especially like, I mean, I'm a, a small one bedroom, but like, you know, you're thinking about four or five bedroom house. It takes forever to cool down. Yeah. That's what it's like over here, man. If, uh, I, I mean, but the thing is, uh, one of the things that I, I know I've been noticing is like that inside the house, uh, since we put a you know AC in the main floor, is significantly cooler than outside. Like we walk in, it's like oh yeah, okay, this thing's working. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, because it's like uh, uh, oh man, it's so hot, and then you walk into the house, it's like oh, I'm not used to this at all. Are you, you the? Part- up- Sorry, can you finish your statement. I was going to say, then you go upstairs and then in the hallway upstairs, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's the heat definitely does rise. And then oh, you yeah. get inside, you know, one of the bedrooms with AC running. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that feels great. Everybody hides in their own separate parts of the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm stuck in my office all day and I don't have AC in the office. That sucks. Yeah. I, uh, my, my home office is in front of my AC. So like, but like I use that standing desk. So my... My man, my man parts are nice and cool, but you know, my, my head, I have to sit down if I want to get some like cool upper body. Uh, yeah. You know? Like, um, it's ridiculous for me. It's like, uh, the, the, the office is, is like, I got a fan, uh-huh. like a window fan. Yeah. Um, one of the propellers is broken. Ooh. So it's like half working. It's like blowing air out. It's not blowing any air in. Right, right. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, uh, and I, or or it's blowing air air in, and not blowing air out. And then the air that's coming in is hitting, you know, my studio monitor. It's just yeah. useless. It's like, are you the type of person that has one of those ceiling fans? And if you do, do you have it suck the hot air up, or do you have it blow down on you? Um. It's always ideal. About? It's always ideal to have to to be blowing on me, right? Ayo, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I we have it, you know, set to normal people blowing down. Got it. 
Not like yeah. <laughs> so. So people that have the hair blow up and out are the nuts of the psycho. It's it's weird. I don't I don't you know I don't see how to see the benefit. Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you ever you ever you ever hit the switch on one of those things and make it go backwards while it's on? Oh yeah. <laughs> And it stops like halfway and it doesn't know like you're it, it like slows down and then starts up again. Yeah. You could damage the motor that way, but yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but do you, are you type, like, I don't know about you, but like when you go to sleep, cold room or do you want to like, I need the room freezing to yep. go to sleep. Yep. I need it to be freezing so that I can pull a blanket over me to warm me up to the proper temperature for yep. sleep. Exactly. I it's can't, I can't sleep in like a stale room. Nope. You know, it's got to be like There's got to be movement. Yeah. So like uh, when I'm in the winter time, you know, there's a, there's a good portion of the time that I have windows open uh-huh. in my bedroom. Oh, my God. That's yeah. – well, you know what? No, I'm not even going to say, oh, my God, because now I do the same thing. But, yeah, you know, I'm definitely the type that needs, to, you know, to be in a freezing room to, to, uh-huh. to uh-huh. you know – fall asleep yeah i just i can't I, it, you can't fall asleep when you're hot and sweaty and under the covers and all that it just doesn't work yeah or if or if i've been sweating you know like like i feel like sticky yeah i can't sleep like that either like i could fall asleep like you know as far as like my sleep apnea um side effects but like yeah i can't like if i if i want to go to sleep I, i'm like i gotta i have to take a shower i have to you know feel fresh and then get into the bed and then like okay now i'm I'm good how did your uh how did your test go good um they didn't say i actually i should call them tomorrow i I didn't i didn't give you any results i don't know what's going on Uh, i mean i know with covid and everything everything's like slowed down but it's like they're moving at a snail's pace i was hoping that possibly you know set up or schedule like maybe a procedure Mm -hmm. you know this summer or in the fall you know yeah yeah speaking of covid i got my test results back for week two still negative doing things good doing the right things week two what do you mean well because work gives us weekly um oh weekly that's right that's for free like they're they're we opt in they're not making us do it i just want all the people out there to know this is something i opted in to do on my own okay so you like um basically get tested uh weekly and you choose to get tested weekly yeah because you know i have friends like you that you know have pre-existing condition stuff um i my dad who's older you know and i you know i'm just trying to be a healthy as possible so i want to know every week and i'm telling you man I, up until i get that email you know it takes a couple of days to get it and then i got the email today while i was working on a call and I opened it, and like you hold, you hold your breath. You really do. Mm. Yeah, because, no, like, I, you, you know, you had it. You know how bad it is, but you got through yeah. it. It's still scary. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, that's 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 the thing. It's like I'm. I feel like this is what like you know AIDS was like in the '80s, yeah. like getting tested and like yeah. you know feeling like it's almost like a death sentence until uh-huh. you get through it. Right. You know, like I talked about how rough it was, you know, a few weeks back where I was yeah. just kind of like, you know, you, you, I was, there was nights where I was just like, fuck, I need to hand over my, my, my online passwords and <laughs> clear, clear my, my browser, browser history. 
I would do that for you. I would clear your browser history. Uh, you know, that that's the kind of stuff that you know goes through your mind when you're doing yeah. this stuff, man. When you're going through that stuff, it's crazy, bro. Oh, I know, I know, and I and uh, I don't know if you saw uh, like any of the news sites, but like where I live in Astoria, shit was popping this weekend, and people were not wearing masks, partying in the street, no social distancing, acting like nothing was happening. Oh yeah, I saw pictures and stuff about that. It was crazy. Uh, I mean, I understand the want. The, I mean, you know, having getting out and stuff lately, it feels good to be out and about again but like yeah. you know you you get caught up in the moment and then mm-hmm. you you think you you're invincible yeah you know i went to a social distancing party on saturday my boy mike turned 45 shout out to mike d nice. um and the whole diamond cut family and he his girlfriend was really animated about having a you know birthday party for him and yeah. you know like the way they did it was um she made sure that when we got there, they she did a temperature check at the door, uh-huh. you know, with one of those temperature guns that yep, they yep. have, you know, and then um, after that, she sprayed Lysol on our shoes and stuff. Right. And then, you know, there was hand sanitizer at every table and stuff. So you sanitize before you grab food, you sanitize before you grab drinks, you sanitize before you got to grab dessert. It was like very, very, very specific and intentional for everything right and then you know everybody kind of had their own corner but like was able to say what's up happy birthday to mike you know all that jazz that's crazy i mean that that's awesome that they did that that's cool to see that these people are being creative and in these things and and able to have birthday parties also it wasn't isn't roland's birthday coming up soon no roland's birthday passed oh you thinking about the 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 party last year it wasn't for his birthday. It was just a party. That like, party, you know, we would have we would have had three by now. Damn, we would have had three by now. Um, Even though if, I was taking photos of that, that was a fun party. I know you had a good time. Yeah, I did have too good of a time. <laughs> Way too good of a time. Oh man, that was like I know when Phil is drunk because you get this look. <laughs> you get this, <laughs> like you get this look where like. You're a tall guy, but for some odd reason, you're look your your head's down and you're looking up at people. You know, your head's. I look over head, my glasses. Yeah, your head's over your glasses, and you're just you got this like this like sm- small smile and just like you know, it's like that's yeah. when I know. Yeah. Phil's gone. <laughs> yeah, man, it was, it was a dope party. Granted, I'm not you know I don't I'm not drinking as much, yeah. uh, if, you know, as I used to. So. Um, it wouldn't be the same, but as far as the fun factor, it would be just as high. You know, I yeah. just wouldn't be as as um, inebriated. Yeah. Well, that's all. I'm the I'm the same way. Like this, these next two weeks. Not to say I was drinking a lot, but like you know, I had a white claw here, white claw there, whiskey yeah. here, whiskey there. But like these next two weeks, I'm doing no carbs, no sugar. Yeah, I've know. been doing that the whole month so far. Yeah, it's working. It's tough. It's like, no, it's, it's right now. It's tough. Right now is like day one, and I'm like, man, I would love to have some yeah. chips. That's and- all. Yeah, that's all you think about is like, oh, all the, all you think about is the stuff you can't have. You don't exactly. think about like you know. So what I've been, what I did was I found places that had you know, food that's conducive to my diet. Like I I went and ordered like keto cereal. Right. So it's like cereal that's high protein, no, no carbs. You know. I found, um, and it comes in like, it's like, it's like Rice Krispies. 
Right. Um, but it's it's just or it's like one is like fruity pebbles, one right. is like cocoa krispies, and the other one's like um sweetened rice krispies. You rice know, puffs. but there's hmm? rice puffs. Yeah. <laughs> Which I never understood. Like, how do you puff rice? It's not actual rice, bro. Oh, it's not? Okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I actual rice. I was three years old when I learned that puffed rice wasn't rice. <laughs> I, thought it was pu- I thought it was puffed rice for a long time, too. And I was just like. Yeah, I told you were like 12, but you're smart. No, no, no. no. I, I think I found out like in my 20s, but like even still. Like I, I thought it was. You know, I still, I'm not sure that it's not. I just, <laughs> my source said it wasn't. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good that you found cereals that that, that I are found cereals, and I found um, these like chips that are like crispy cheese. Crispy cheese. So it's like, yeah, you get like the 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 sensation of eating chips, but it's like cheese. So it's not like um, a starch. So it's not high. There's no carbs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Just, you just got to be in it. And everything's fucking expensive, man. Oh, of course. Anything that's good for you is going to be expensive. Yeah. Everything's expensive. It's like yeah. you go to the store and then you get, um, you can't find the stuff in the store unless you shop at like Whole Foods. Yeah. But when I was, I just, you know, Amazon it or, you know, um, your cell phone's always listening, so you, you know <laughs> it just comes up in my um, feed on Facebook and stuff. And then once you start, once you click on that link, then you know everybody Everywhere. starts marketing to to, to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> the oh, algorithm. Yeah. So what I've been doing is I'll just Google search a few things once, just so that they so I can get some creative pop ups <laughs> in my in my in my oh, Facebook right. feed, That's so I can smart. okay, you know I'll yeah, just that- type in keto cereal or keto bars and then you know when i'm on facebook it's just keto everything right keto recipes that's good but, you know it's funny you say that because yesterday um i was at mckenzie's and we i was i was uh searching for bike helmets mm. you know because of the like the bicycle thing and the electric skateboard thing we've been talking about i'm like oh i gotta get myself a good helmet but i want to get a helmet that's like you know, maybe it's got a light on the front. And I found this dope helmet. It's a little, it's a little expensive. They sell it at work, so I can get it for a little cheaper. But They sell it at work. Oh, my God. This uh-huh. helmet. So, it's, let me guess. This helmet is Bluetooth. It has bone induction, audio. And that would be great. That, I didn't look into that. But what it does have <laughs> is it has on the front, it has like a downward facing light. So like on your head, it's like a headlamp and it illuminates the road in front of you at dark or when it's night out. And then okay. on the back, it has a big, probably, I'd say probably the size of an iPad mini screen. So 4.7 inches um, LED display that you can put anything on and you can have it like say your say, name. Say whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to send me a link to this helmet. I will. I, will. Um, Granted, I don't need, I just got a new helmet in the mail today. Um, I, I don't need another helmet, but but the coolest thing, and the reason I'm getting this one as opposed to the other ones, is because like there's another bike helmet out there that you on your bike handles you put turn signals, so you click on it, it says it, it does it, it clicks oh, it's on wireless, the back. yeah, and it shows That's on cool. the back of your helmet. But this one takes it a step further. It's an LED helmet with this LED thing, and it does the turn signals, but. You do the, you know, the old school car hand gesture. Yeah. 
you do that with your Apple Watch on, and it automatically does it oh. on the helmet. <laughs> so please send me this link. I will. Well, dude, it's the best. I just perfect. I just got myself a full face uh, mountain biking helmet um, for like when I'm riding in high traffic. Right. And then I got like a, I got like you know one of those old like old school skateboard helmets. Yeah. Like the Protex that they used to wear like during the '90s X Games, those type yeah. of helmets. I had that for like regular riding, and then um, I got my motorcycle helmet in today, which is nice. pretty dope. Um, and then. Yeah, so I got those three helmets. So basically, and, when yeah. when when we go riding and when we go skating, if it gets dark, we're gonna be fucking like looking like Daft Punk. Yes. <laughs> well, except my my mountain bike helmet doesn't have a screen. It doesn't have a a shield. I like I don't have to wear goggles. That's adorable. <laughs> if it got bad. <laughs> if you gotta got get bad. those like um steampunk goggles. Oh yeah, the old school goggles. Yeah, the circle goggles. Yep. The, the pilot goggles. No, the circle goggles. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the, the, the like the the, the B, B, B-15. You're talking about um, aviators? The, the aviator goggles. Not glasses, but goggles. Oh, I don't know those, but. With the leather on them. You know exactly. If I show you a picture of them, you'd be like, oh, those. <laughs> oh, those. But you're, uh, I'm, no, I'm talking about the, the like steampunk Marilyn Manson 90s video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly which one yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, those kind of goggles. You gotta get those and a helmet. You look straight out of the freaking 40s. <laughs> Here it comes. Coming up on the right is Phil Charles on his, on his, uh, Cafe Racer. You know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly like that. Um, I had a pair of. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm sending you a link right now. I had okay, a pair perfect. of these back in middle school. Uh, my brother used to use for um, snowboarding. Actually, yo, they even got some crazy snowboarding goggles nowadays with like in goggle displays, like freaking Tony Stark. Yeah, with the heads up display. Yeah. Yeah, shit's crazy. Oh my god, these. Oh, these things. Yes, oh, they had a throwback aviator goggles. Oh wow! Yeah, I had, my brother had a pair of those um, that he used to use for snowboarding, and I had I used to use them for stuff. Was it Cliff or another brother? No, my brother Hugo. Oh, okay, you would look so dope in those with like a red leather jacket, some black jeans, boots. <laughs> you look like the Black Rocketeer. <laughs> I gotta have one of those helmets. Yeah, where the flaps come down over my ears. Yeah, uh, the Blacketeer. <laughs> you get that on the that was one of the dumbest movies ever. It was, yeah. But that it, movie was so shitty. It was so shitty, but like I remember when it came out, it was so. When I was a kid, I was so amped about it. Yeah, I remember it was just like it looked so dope, but like it was such a shitty movie. Like watching that movie as an adult is like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, yeah. how did this get made? The nineties, man. Also, remember yeah. the movie. Shout, shout out to that podcast. How does it get made? <laughs> but exactly. yeah. Remember the, oh, do you remember the other movie, uh, The Phantom? Oh yeah, Phantom with um with uh, Billy Zane. Yeah, America's yeah. favorite villain. That's a, that's America's favorite villain. That's well, because he was tagline? he was the dickhead boyfriend in Titanic. Ah yes, he was. Yeah. Billy Zane is you talking about? Yes. Yeah. And he always like had dark circles around his eyes. I don't know. Uh, he was always tired. He always looked tired. But like he, he was uh, he was incredibly handsome, but tired all the time. They tried to turn the Phantom into like back in the day, like two, like 
starting up like a Marvel cinematic universe with him, but not Marvel, like whatever they're, whatever the Phantom is from. I don't know what it's from. Oh, so what do you mean? The movie? Yeah. They wanted to do like a thriller origin story. Yeah. They only did the one though. Well, they wanted to do more, but it did so poorly in the box office. Of course. Yeah. I mean, the movie for what it was, it wasn't that bad, but it was like, it took place in like the forties. I remember the, or the fifties. Yeah, I remember. No, it was like, the, it was the, like the, the 20s, 30s. Really? Uh-huh. I remember he was in the checker cab and he paid the guy in jewels. And then um, um, I remember the scene with the blimp. Um, yep. Yeah. That movie was, I mean, it wasn't bad. It just did poorly. Right. Like the Rocketeer was bad. The Rocketeer was bad. And then, you know, you remember how they just redid the mummy with Tom Cruise? It's like a. It's not the mummy. It's it should have just called it another movie that had mummies in it. Like it's it's a different concept. Well, it was a, no, it was a reboot of the mummy with with, with Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Frazier 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 Frazier, Frazier. <laughs> with Brendan Fraser. Yeah, it was a reboot. Really? That. Yeah, and uh, it was supposed to set off a monsters cinematic universe. Hmm. Oh, like um, the werewolf. Dracula, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, and then the um, oh Frankenstein's monster, right? And then uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Ah, okay. And the Blob, maybe, maybe, okay, maybe, maybe. Uh, I think, um, I think Frankenstein's monster was in uh, one of the Van Helsing movies with uh, Hugh Jackman. With Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yep. Yeah, I didn't see that. Me neither. I just remember that scene. I think it was on a loop when I worked at Best Buy. Oh, yeah, like, like one of those like, TVs. Yeah, display loops. Like, you know, yeah. uh, two minutes of this movie, this commercial, two yeah. minutes of that movie, some of this show, some football, all that shit. Remember 3D TVs? We had to, we had to buy the glasses with them. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, no one, no one. Like. No that was a, that was definitely like a luxury purchase. Oh yeah, because you had to purchase the TV, and you had to wear the glasses with them. So that means you had to have those silly goggles on anytime you watch the TV. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it was that was a luxury purchase. Yeah, not something I ever. I was always like, I always hated that. I always hated going to those movies and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't like because well because I wear glasses, the experience is not the same for me. Oh yeah, I figured. Yeah, it's like you got to. I got to put them over on over my glasses, and then Ugh. it's just whack. It's like it's like um, virtual reality. It's like not. That's not great for for the percentage of us that wear glasses. Well, what about when we went to that uh, place in Midtown? Yeah, the VR world. I, it was dope. I, like you know, I just <clears throat> like the, the, the doing the stuff was dope, but it was just kind of like ah, if I didn't have glasses on. This would be so much better. True, true. And I, I think I have a video of you doing the zombie one, and it's funny to like watch the video. <laughs> watch somebody else doing it. Yeah, because yeah, you're like, because you're like focusing so hard with the controller, and you're doing like, like hypersensitive like trigger hits, but you also have like your mouth open because you're focusing so hard. Yeah, it's just funny to watch. Yeah, also because you know breathing <laughs> for me, <laughs> breathing for me was you know a More- struggle. Right. For thirty-three years of my life, <laughs> not anymore. Well, not as much. Not as much. much. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, you know, what? I was uh, 
so today on on Facebook, I saw. Um, did you ever hear of uh, that um, that guy, uh, Humans of New York? He's like a photographer and a story documentarian, something yeah. like that. Like he does, like he does, like uh, I've, I've watched it. There was a few that I that I've watched. I've I've looked. I I follow him on Instagram. Yes. Or follow the page on Instagram. If whether yeah. he, she, I don't know, whoever is the documentarian. Yes. And it's just stories of people, right? Exactly. It's stories of people in New York, and this one I read, and it just like it hit me, hit me pretty hard. And I'll just, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to do like a, a synopsis, like skim through cliff notes. So yeah, what was this one about? It was this, it's this girl. She looks like she's probably in her early thirties, maybe around our age and stuff like that. Um, and basically it's about, she was vacationing in Arkansas with another family. Her father and her father's friend went out for a hunt for quartz crystal. I don't know what that means, but whatever. Uh, and the, <laughs> And the two mothers decided to take the kids out on a pond. This was down south in Arkansas. Or no, I don't know. Where's Arkansas? Is that the West, Midwest? Arkansas is like the Midwest. Okay. I'm bad with geography. It's uh, like it's like by Kansas. It's like Kansas and Arkansas or right. Arkansas. Arkansas. Right, right, right. Um, so while they were on the boat, there was a, a, a storm that came along. And one of the children fell in. And this girl, the girl that's Humans in New York interviewing, mother jumped in to save the child. She saved the child, but unfortunately, she drowned. Um, it's very similar to the, the Nyla Rivera story. Yes. The actress, actress that just passed away last week. Same situation, right? Very sad. Very sad. She, could, she saved the child, but she couldn't save herself. That's, that's mother love. That's mother instinct right there. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just no, it just good. sounded so familiar. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's probably why she told the story because this story probably resonated with her. Probably, yeah. And yeah. um, so it goes on, and you know, and then uh, she remember all she really remembers is at the, of that day is is crying hysterically in in a friend's lap. Um, but she said she was only two years old, so she wondered if she invented these memories. Uh, and then there's two more that she has of her mother from that day. Her mother getting ready in the bathroom and then her driving the car and turning around to touch her little feet. But that's all she really remembers of her mother because she was only two years old. Um, and then she goes into the the part where uh, she wished she, she bothered her father more to get more like info about her mother and like know about their first date when they were married, stuff like that. But she didn't want to bother him because he was so destroyed. He lost, you know, the love of his life tragically. Um, and it goes into like, you know, then unfortunately her father passes away uh, from lung cancer when she's 19. Um, and then it goes into sometimes I feel like I don't even know why I was brought into this world. Like it's an accident. I even exist. And it's been hard. Life has been really hard for me and I'm constantly comparing my life to what it could have been. There's an envy there. I'm jealous of the person I'd be if my mom hadn't jumped off that boat. I'm jealous of the life I would have had, even though I can't know what it would look like. She does have one video. Uh, it was taken on the day she was born my mom's holding me and my dad's holding the camera. It's one thing I have with both my parents together. They both look so happy that I was born. 
It's my only proof that I didn't just appear one day. It's a silver lining of the life that could have been. And I read this and like, I'll be honest with you. I got a little choked up over it. It really hit me hard because I don't know, like, you know, but I don't know if a lot of people that listen know is my mom passed away when I was, very, when I was 22. So I, I wasn't as young. I did have 22 beautiful years with her. Uh, she died from complications of diabetes. Uh, that's why I'm such a health nut. And that's why I've always said I always try my best to, to support and donate to the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation because that's what she had. But it really brought up some like deep down harboring thoughts I've always had that I don't really share with many people. I mean, I've shared with my father and, you know, with some friends and some, you know, you know, a girlfriend and stuff. But like, I sometimes think like what my life would have been like, you know, I lost her at the, you have to kind of think like 22 years old. It's kind of like, it's kind of like you're done with your teenage years, but you're not the adult yet. You're, you're like in this like weird limbo. Like, I don't know if you feel the same way. Um, but it's, it's uh, like, it's kind of like, you know, you just got done with your teenage years, so you can't be a stupid teen anymore, but you don't have to be a full-fledged adult so you can still kind of be like screwing around. So that's the point I lost her at. And of course, losing a parent, especially one that you're very close with really puts a hole into you and changes you. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say I went into a deep depression. I would say I pushed it off for a long time and, you know, buried it. As, a po- as as not a good thing to do, you know, you should talk about it with people and stuff like that. Have but you? I, I, I've, I've never spoken to a professional about it. I've spoken to, to friends and family, but I also feel the, the thing where she says she doesn't want to burden, burden her father. Like, you know, I know how it was, uh, she was as a mother. She was the most amazing mother. I've, I, I mean, I've ever, I've only had one, but like that, I can imagine. And, you know, I didn't want to burden him with asking him questions about how did they meet and this, that, because every time he still, I mean, he brought her up la- last week because last week it was her birthday. He told me she would have been 68, 65. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, I, I talked to him about it and stuff and, you know, you can, you can just tell his heart is still broken and yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to bother him with that stuff, but it makes me wonder because what would my life have been if she was still around? You know, I'm 36 now and not to say in any shape or form of, am I a failure at all? You know, I have good friends. I have a job. I have a place. I have, you know, a, a nice girl, a family, you know, but like, would I have been married earlier? Would I have had my own family? Would I have been a bigger success that I would have because my mom would have pushed me a little bit more. Do and you think, yeah, so um, you think that your mom would have played a role, a bigger, not a bigger, but would have played a role in your decision making? I think so. And not because of any sort of like overbearing motherness. It's just, you know, when my mom passed away, my dad, understandably so, was just off the grid. You know, you've met my dad a million times, a very nice, loving guy. And he, yeah, yeah I love Joe. Joe's, yeah. Joe's real cool. Yeah. He's, he, he's, every time I talk about you, he always says, Oh, we got to get dinner. Tell him I say hello and everything like that. Um, 
and by no shape or form was he during this time a bad father. He was just heartbroken. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he's in pain. He's dealing with, you know, um, he's dealing with, you know, that that loss. Yeah. You know, I I I I I, I get it. They were married for a really long time. And the interesting thing, too, was they were married for like, God, I want to say like 12 solid years before they had me. Oh, so, wow. Which is unheard of. Usually usually you get married in the first couple of years, you have a baby. They got Usually usually it's the first year. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it's the first night you get it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, But they got married. Like my dad was drafted. He was in the army. He got back. And, like, they didn't know each other beforehand. They met after. But, like, around 21 or 2021, 20, they got married after dating. For It was typical. They met, dated for six months, moved in together, got married. You but know? your dad your dad um, got drafted. Well, he went to Nam? Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Okay. He was there for uh, one tour, which was 36 months back. Tours now are different. They're, like, I think 12 months. Jesus Christ, yeah. 36 months. God yeah. damn. Yeah. Um, but he was, he, for the last few months, he was in the hospital because he was injured in combat. He was, real backstory, my dad was a chief, um, he was a chief crew master on a Chinook helicopter that was like the double, uh, the other hel- double helicopter helicopters. He was the oh, double he, propeller. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. He controlled the, he man, he, he, he saw over the whole entire crew on that. He made all the decisions and he was also the gunner. Um, and for what I've been told, they had to come down in some hostile territory. Some, some, uh, insurgents were there and, uh, a grenade went off and sh- got him kind of like Forrest Gump right in the ass. And, uh, yeah, he got the purple heart. He was in the hospital. And then, um, even though you were volunteered, they asked you, do you want to do another, you know, your, your time. Another is tour. Up. Yeah. Your time's up. Do you want to do another tour? Yada, yada. My dad was like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck no. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and to go, we'll go back to my mom's thing, but he told me a lot of things recently, which is really interesting. Like my, like. My, he didn't he never he didn't put it this way but my dad definitely had ptsd for sure because he told me about this one time because he you know he saw his friends die he's he saw all the gruesome shit a, a very good friend of his died um when i think no not when you and i were in dc but when i was in dc another time he asked me to go to the vietnam memorial and get a crayon drawing of his friend's name to bring back to him so and oh. I did, yeah. And so okay. he—that's pretty cool. Yeah, he 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 saw some stuff, and he told me about this one time that he was working at uh, J.P. Morgan as um he was working like in upstairs and like in finance something like not like a banker, not something extreme, but like in the finance end of it. And the uh, silver hat or silver minor riots were going on in the city what that was is um the people that were protesting the vietnam war were fighting with like the uh not the police but with the unions and stuff like that and there was a big huge big huge like comparable to like what's going on right now with george floyd george floyd in the country like violent tear gas you know, rubber bullets. Yeah, the 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 government responded in kind, or responded yes. 
the way they always respond. Exactly. Right outside yeah. of it. And he said he watched his coworkers at the windows cheering on the violence. And in that moment, it just like took him back. And he, and he was just like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm never coming back here ever again. Yeah, because he was working with, you know, people that probably did not have to go to war right. or people that did not understand why people were, you know, uh, there was an uproar opposing the war. You know, just like this, people that look at protesters today that are like, what are you protesting for? Because their lives don't aren't affected by yeah. what is being protested. So it's like, what are you protesting for? It's great here. Yeah. You know, because... Well, yeah, exactly. But they don't realize it. Everybody that they know, it's great for them. And, you know, it's not until somebody that's close to them is affected that they even really care. But exactly. that's another podcast. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, go on. Go on about your pops. So, yeah. we. So, but that, that's the thing is, and he told me about that and he told me about a couple other things and it really like it, it, it kind of put my dad in a very humble, loving light. You know, we, we've known each other our whole lives. And, uh, you know. I hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, but we never really got deep with stuff like that. And it was very interesting to hear. But to go back to this 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 humans in New York thing is I never wanted to bother my dad with that because it, it hurt me too much to have him th- think about those things. I wanted my dad to always be like in a good mood when he was around me. I always want him to come over to my apartment and just hang out. So to go back to what the girl was saying is like you know why am I here? And it and another thing that I don't tell many people too is like. My mother and father tried to have two children before me, and they both uh, were miscarriages because my mother, being a diabetic, it's very hard for diabetic women to get mm-hmm. pregnant. Yeah. And then they had me, and then they tried one more time because, you know, they wanted to have a good sized family, and that was a miscarriage. And then after that third miscarriage, my mother was like, Listen, I, I can't do it again. And my dad was like, Absolutely. We have this son. Let's be appreciative of him and it made me think like why did i make it and not be a miscarriage and i don't get me wrong i did i was premature my lungs were underdeveloped i did need to be in in queue but like why did i make it what what what's my purpose what's why did i and not these other three babies make it and it makes me wonder like you know like is like should shouldn't i be doing something exponential or like were they like was my mom proud of me like it's really deep and stuff like that and you know this 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 whole story that she told me just like really like opened up some doors i hadn't thought about in a little while about like my mom and like how i wish she even to this day i wish she was here and stuff to see where i am what i've become and like stuff like that and i just hope that you know wherever she is whether that's heaven or whatever has you know you believe in that she's you know proud and stuff and but it still makes me think of like you know what made me so special and it made me really identify with this woman and i really wish he out of respect for the people he doesn't put their info which i completely get but it makes me wish i could reach out to her and just like connect with her and tell her like you know i'm right there with you well, I, uh, what I will say about social media is that, I mean, just because the information is not there does not mean that they don't know and they're not paying attention to, like, yeah. when they're posted. So I would definitely say, if anything, reach out to the Humans of New York guy 
or, you know, post something on the page and, you know, hopefully it catches her attention and you guys can chop it up. I've reached out to a number of, you know, people on social media that I don't expect to get a response from. And then lo and behold, you know, I, I get an email or I get a response where they're talking to me and, you know, we, we go through a few things and, you know, it's not like they would be, they're befriending me, but at the same time, I, I what I had to say was, you know, effective enough or uh, touched them, you know, in a way that made them want to, you know, yeah, re, re, re respond. Right. Connect, you know? have that, you know, see that you want to talk to them about positive things and have a good conversation. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I just, you know, I wanted to be a little bit vulnerable and share that, you know, with, with everybody and stuff. Cause I think, you know, it's important and it really made me think, you know, and it made me think about like, one, it made me think about like the value of, of all of us. And two, you know, it made me want to be a better person. Not that I'm a horrible person, but be a better person to be the best person I could be for like what my mom would probably have wanted. And then like three, it just makes me think like, you know, everything that's going on in the world right now, like we should just care about each other and stuff like that. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that, you would think that's the default or that's what everybody believes, but it, you know, sometimes it, it, it does require, it, it does need to be said. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, but, you know, um, yeah, uh, um, I'm, I appreciate that sharing that, you know, oh, yeah. um, well, thank you for uh, letting me share that with everybody. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know if there's, you know, much else that we can, you know, d- dive into, you know, just because uh, I think that we should wrap it there. Yeah. You know, wow. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's shorter than usual. But, you know, I think, you know, um, and the, anyone who's listening can hold on to that for until next week and then, you know, digest it, appreciate what it is that you, you know, all I can really say, up. one thing I'll, I always say to people uh, when I talk about these things is just like, you know, appreciate the people while they're around and even if they're you get mad at them sometimes just tell them you love them that's it that's what yeah i I wholeheartedly agree i i I, people who are my friends even if like i get into beefs with them i definitely don't like the concept of like um not you know talking to them or carving them out of my life for a certain period of time right you know because of anger you know whatever the issue is i feel like i can um sideline or bench that issue right to still be the friends you know if if you're really friends then you know i don't feel like you should be like able to or be comfortable with just being like uh, I i don't want this person in my life for this temporary period of time like you could do that with family because with family you know you're almost obligated to forgive each other for uh, yeah. up to a certain point you know what i'm right. saying that you're almost ob- obligated to do that but like you know you just want to make sure that with with people that you've chosen to have in your life you, know, you make sure that you you know you keep them there Absolutely. you know yeah that's a, but, that's a well well per- per- way to say that yeah I feel like, you know, you get family, you know, your family, you don't get to choose um, and you hope that they're the best, but your friends, you choose your friends and, you know, because you choose them, you end up being closer to them sometimes than family. 
Absolutely. You know? But like I said, uh, I think um, I appreciate you opening up about that. Um, And I think we could wrap here. Um, So I don't even think we should even go through the internet. It's just, you know, I'm Phil. I'm your homeboy. And I'm Ryan. I'm your hipster. And uh, drinks up. Drinks up, people. See you later. Stay safe. Later.